Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the podcast. Jude and I back here to talk about can I retire at 55 or even early if you just want to kind of call it early. But uh, the point of this is 55. We kind of pulled some information from this Yahoo financial article that we'll, we'll put links to the sh- in the show notes uh, as well if you'd like to check this out, folks. But really, it's kind of breaking down. And Jude, where you live, obviously, retiring, and it's a retirement hot zone, right? And so do you, you, get, you get a lot of people wanting to retire early. And we'll just, for the sake of the argument today, we'll call early anything before 62. I like that. Plus, you know, when I saw this article, I kept on thinking of the song. And you're, you're a song guy. Who, who's saying can't drive 55? Oh, Sammy Hagar. I can't drive 55. Yep. Yeah. As soon as I saw the article, I, I, could, I could hear the song in my head. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, there's a lot of people around. So hopefully everybody's driving the speed limit. But yeah, that was back in, that was back in the day when they first made the switch back from when it used to be. Uh, do you remember that back in the 80s when they when we used to be at 70 where we're at now, but then they dropped it down across the whole country to 55 and that was the top speed limit. And it was, you know, for fuel conservation and all that stuff. And I think it was probably, what, 15 years before they ever put us back to uh, where we're at now. I think it was like the 2000s before we went back to it. So, wow. I always yeah. learn something different from you, whether That's it's right. financial planning or public. That's right. I'm a, I'm a useless storehouse of information. So um, anyway, we got this article, right? And and so we're kind of taking a look at this. And people in general, you know, with COVID and everything, they they got really kind of into the idea of retiring early. And again, uh, do you see quite a bit of that? Do you have people asking to retire early? All the time. Yeah. All the time. I, I, I preach to our clients is really two phases of your life. There's the accumulation phase, the the first time you were able to save a dollar toward your future, mm-hmm. you began the track up the mountain. Every dollar you saved got you closer to the top of the mountain. And at the top of the mountain, I call that financial freedom, where now you can change your time for money and use your money to buy back your time. Well, when you start coming down the mountain, you're in the distribution phase. The thing that I'm seeing now is more people want to get to the top of the mountain earlier than ever before. Yeah. And that is under, you know, 65 or earlier. See it all the time. Okay. So, and I've got a couple of uh, emails that we've had uh, come into the show through, you know, through the last couple of weeks as well. And some of the, I went kind of looking for the ones that highlight this concept a little bit. So we'll hear from the peanut gallery as well. And another little fun fact for you, Jude, peanut gallery uh, we've all heard that term, right? You hear your parents yeah. say, hey, no comments from the peanut gallery. Uh, it comes from, I guess, back in the old vaudeville days when people would go to watch a show. And if they didn't like it, they'd throw peanuts at you. So Ooh. if I guess if you stunk, you'd get a peanut thrown at you. I guess that's better than like when we got to, uh, you know, the 70s or 80s and people would go to a, a you know dive bar and they might throw you the beer at you. <laughs> so, or, or, or these days where you get slapped on stage. The, oh, yeah, that's true. too. Yeah, look out now. So anyway, let's jump into this a little bit. So first thing, if you're going to retire before 62 and we'll just say 55 to 62, Jude, give me three bullet points. Give me three things that first jump out at you as to what you might want to worry about. If you're retiring before the age of 62, what's the what's the top three hits your head? No doubt. And I'm glad that you phrased it as top three, because all three of these are important to me. Number one, that you will not be able to use your Social Security at the earliest until age 62. Right. Which what does that mean to you? Well, it means that you're going to have to have another income source because, you know, Social Security is guaranteed income. Yep. The second one is that. If you have IRA and retirement accounts, 
you know that you cannot take money out of those until you're 59 and a half without a penalty. Now, there's a couple of neat financial planning tricks to to kind of help with that, to to get around that in a certain way, legally get around that. But most of the time, 59 and a half without, you have to wait until then to take money out without penalty. And then the last one, and to me, this is the biggest one. I meet clients all the time who've done an amazing job saving since they first got out of college, they've been putting money away. And now they have a million dollars or over and they say, Jude, I want to retire early. And I, I did the calculation on some retirement.com website, if you ha- what have you, and says, I, I have enough money. Yeah. Then when we start to do the analysis, we notice one big thing that they left out, healthcare. Yeah, and for sure. you're not going to be eligible for Medicare until uh, 65. And if you're getting healthcare on your own without the subsidy of being you know, through a corporate job, incredibly expensive. Well, and I think that, you know, so for the sake of the conversation today, since we titled this, can I retire at 55? Let's just use that number and say, okay, yeah, I mean, that's 10 years, Jude, before you can turn on, you know, Medicare, right? So that's a long time to have to self fund. No social security from 55 to 62. So yeah, that's longer. That's seven years. You're having to pull from your own assets. And, you know, so this article talks a little bit about the fact that, you know, you've got to have that money last longer. So if you retired, you know, at 65 and you live to 90, well, that's 25 years, right? You need to access money and things. But if you're retiring at 55, well, that's 35 years. And heck, yeah. Jude, like if you didn't even start your full time, like you didn't you find your real true vocation or whatever, like most of us until let's say 25, you might only, and you retire at 55, hey, good for you. But that's only 30 years in the workforce. You might be longer in retirement than you were in the workforce. So exactly, you got to fund it, right? So how much money do you need? Here's one of the things that they break up a little bit um, when trying to think about this budget, obviously current monthly expenses, so on and so forth. But they talk a little bit about the example of, let's say you want to retire at 55, Jude, and you make a half a million dollars a year, okay? Or a million or, or two million or whatever the case is. So, you know, whatever the number is, but let's let's go with an easy math just to make it simple. You want to retire at 55 and you make $100,000 a year. They're saying that that kind of that rule of thumb of seven uh, will get you there, where basically if you if you make seven times or if you excuse me, if you save seven times your annual income, you'll be able to do it. So if you say basically $700,000, if you make 100000 a year, you'd be able to retire at 55. Do you think that that's just kind of a general way too broad of a rule of thumb or do you think that's possible? It's- that's way too broad, way too broad. Okay. I can tell you right now for someone that is used to living off of six figures and does not have a uh, guaranteed income source like social security, where they're going to have to depend on the money that they saved, mm-hmm. 700,000 is not going to get you there. I can, they're not taking I can tell the- you without even doing the math. Nice. Because, okay, you make a hundred grand a year. Well, that's making it, right? I'm assuming that for the sake of the argument here, that's gross, right? So mm-hmm. you got to take the tax man out of that, so on and so forth, right? You got to take some various different things. So that 700000 doesn't quite hold up to it. And to your point a minute ago, now you've got to figure out how to make that pull from that 700000 for maybe seven years before you get to Social Security. So, And then you got the healthcare element. So it becomes very, very daunting. Can you retire early? I Absolutely. But I think you've got to be working with a professional and sooner the better, Jude, right? So that you can really understand what you need and for how long you need because those first few years is going to really deplete those accounts. 
There's no doubt. And when when we're putting together a plan, we're looking at our philosophy called the bucket plan. Right. Uh, and when someone's retiring early, uh, there's an addition to the bucket plan that we help our clients with. We call it a bridge. We've got to bridge the gap between when you're retiring and when can you pull out monies from either your four, your IRAs or 403Bs and when can we turn on Social Security. So that number sometimes is a big number because we've got to cover for Social Security. We've got to cover for money that we can't take out of your IRA. And we've got to cover for healthcare costs. So 700000 in that previous example, that might just be the bridge alone. Uh, mm-hmm. That's definitely not what you need for the total nest egg to get you to and through retirement. Okay. Well, so let's use some real world, real world examples here, Jude. So I got a couple of emails. All right. So I'm going to share these with you. You kind of give us some response on this. So we got one from Penny that had come in and she had, at the time when she sent us this, she said she was retiring later in the year at 56. And that it's made possible mainly through the fact that uh, she has a government, a government job, which provides a pension. Now, that makes a huge difference, right? If you want to retire early and you got a pension, that could be a nice wild card factor. So she says she's got a pension and guaranteed health insurance. She has a 457 plan that she can access as well as other passive forms of income coming in and a spouse who also will uh, continue to work for a couple of more years and will also have a pension as well. And of course, then they can do social security at 62. So this is a very unique situation where she has a lot of those things already pre-addressed. Yes. And she is one of the fortunate, very uh, fortunate. I think it's down to, yeah, I think it's down to 14% of our country now that has a pension or defined benefit plan. Mm-hmm. That's another source of guaranteed income, or she may be in a position where her company is going to allow her to roll out the lump sum equivalent of what they would have paid her uh, had she just taken the income for life. Right. So if you are in that type of situation where you do have a pension, yes, definitely speak to a financial professional because they can help you figure out how to strategize. And one other quick thing, we, we've been talking about this age 55. Sure. You, we've got to make sure that people understand there's there's two ways around the 59 and a half rule either doing something called 72T, which allows you to take uh, equal payments either over five years or until 59 and a half, whichever is longer, or the 55 rule in your, with your company's 401k, some companies will allow uh, the employees to separate from service, Mm -hmm. take money out of their 401k without the 10% penalty. Still got to pay tax. Yeah, at 55, right? Got to pay tax. But it's the job you're just now leaving. Exactly, exactly. And in fact, there's been lawsuits over people who were using a financial advisor and was never told that rule. Mm -hmm. Uh, So make sure you're dealing with someone that really specializes in retirement income planning. Without a doubt. So in this example, Jude, Penny could certainly, well, I'm not going to say certainly, but we'll we'll go with could quite possibly retire at 55 or 56 in her case, because that's what she wrote, because she's got a government pension. She's got guaranteed, you know, health insurance from that. Uh, She's got some money saved and then she's got some other passive income. And then the spouse who will also eventually retire at 62 
They'll both have Social Security and the spouse has a pension. So it's entirely possible all their needs are met just from those four income streams, let alone whatever they've saved. So totally possible. Now let's go to the next person for a different example of can you retire at 55. This is from Chloe. And she says, Jude, I'm 51 and contemplating retiring soon. 51, Jude. So let's just say she's going to go to 55. Okay. Let's just say she goes four more years. Uh, She says, I've saved up plenty of money, well over a million dollars, but the rising inflation and declining stock market have me rethinking that strategy so that I don't run out. Million dollars at 55. Now, she doesn't tell us about any other sources of income. So let's just assume she has to live off that million bucks from 55 to at least 62. Yes. So and inflation. <laughs> she's right. She's yeah. right on the money with inflation. Yeah, she's she's hit it on the nose. There's, there's two things going on right now that really cramp her probability of being able to retire. And I'm glad she's aware of it. But anyway, go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we haven't seen inflation like this in over 35 years. So the cost of goods and services going up. So whatever income and that's a big piece that she didn't tell us is what income does she need to live the lifestyle that she's become accustomed to? If she needs $30,000, she might be okay with around a million. And the reason I get there is because if you can use anywhere between three to three and a half percent times whatever you saved as a as a distribution figure. So you got a million dollars, you multiply that times 3.5, you'll get $35,000 a year. I hate generalities like that, but to me, that's a much better one than the seven times income. Okay, uh, she might be okay, but if she needs more than thirty-five thousand dollars a year gross, that million dollars isn't going to go very far, particularly at age fifty-one or even fifty-five. Yeah, and so again, just another kind of different viewpoint of looking at that, thinking, "Hey, I've got a million bucks; I'm probably in pretty good shape." And that million bucks, if she was saying she's retiring at sixty-two or sixty-five, it could be a huge difference. But that seven years of having to rely on that million, you know, and to her point, Jude, right? If the market is falling, okay, first of all, we don't even know where that million's at. So let's just assume for the argument that million's in a, a traditional four hundred one k. Well, then she really only has about probably what seven hundred thousand because Uncle Sam is waiting on theirs. You got it. And now you're taking money from that 700000 while the market's falling. So your 30000 a year example, Jude, might be more like twenty seven. You know Exactly, exactly, exactly. And, and for someone like her, I, I couldn't even stress more that a, a really well-thought-out bucket plan, having your now, soon, and later buckets, and each bucket has a, a purpose and a time frame, mm-hmm. would absolutely help her situation. But one thing that we do at the firm is that we don't sugarcoat things. Yeah. If we do the analysis and we see that there is not a high probability that we can get you the income that you need until age 90, then we're going to tell you, you're probably going to have to make some different choices. Okay. All right. Well, let's do one more example of trying to retire early at 55 and see what you think on this one. This one's from Rick, and he's in a similar situation that Chloe was in. He says he also has a million dollars saved, but the house is paid off. Okay, so at 55, he wants to retire. The house is paid off. So that makes a pretty big difference. And he says he lives a really frugal lifestyle. He says he doesn't mean to, he doesn't necessarily not enjoy traveling or things like that, but he just looks for deals. So having the house paid off, he thinks, makes the huge difference in being able to pull the trigger and retire at 55. So do you think that makes a difference? Even with that same million dollar example, now you no longer have that thing over your head. It's a big difference because if you've ever gone for a mortgage, uh, your 
mortgage loan officer will tell you about uh, your front end and your back end ratios. Basically, how much of your income goes toward housing and how much of your income goes toward your total lifestyle. And for a lot of us, particularly now, because housing prices are so expensive, mm-hmm. uh, if 40% of your income is being taken up by housing expense, then it really eats into what you can do for retirement. So for him, for him to have the house checked off where he's only paying uh, taxes and insurance, that's a big bonus and more money that he can use toward his lifestyle. So I'm not going to say for sure that he's right. in the green, but he's much better off than a lot of people who have not paid off the the mortgage. Okay. So th- I guess it really comes down to the end of this is can you retire at 55? Well, Jude, maybe, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you got to find, you, there's got to be some of those things there that you can talk your way through and look at with a financial professional because A, if you're not working with one and you're not saving and adequately working towards building, you've got to factor in those three big components that you're going to have to live. You're going to have to self-fund at least till 62 for the social security, unless you have that pension, like our first person did or to 65, obviously we're all going to be at 65 until we get to the, the Medicare side. And that's a huge chunk of money that can really eat down. And then of course the current time environment we're in to Chloe's example, uh, really could kind of chip away at that. So it doesn't mean no. And of course, I, I guess you could always be remiss in saying, Hey, if you're just independently really wealthy, I guess it doesn't really matter. But for right. most of us, right. For most of us, if it's possible on the horizon, you've got to work with a financial professional like yourself. Yep, you're you're absolutely right because it's better to know uh, for sure that you have a high probability of being able to be successful than just dump, jumping into deep water and saying, "Hey, I got X amount, I should be able to make it." Let's uh, uh, like the old song says, "Take this job and serve it." Let's right. let's go ahead and retire now. Because I'd can, rather see somebody do the analysis. Because you can stress te- you can stress test these things, the portfolio and so on and so forth, and run some various scenarios from fifty five to ninety or you know eighty five or whatever, right, Jude? And kind of you know start to show, okay, this is what's going to happen if you this this or this. You could run out of money by this point, or so on and so forth. Is that a fair yep. assessment? That's that's a definitely fair assessment. There's something called Monte Carlo where you can run multiple analysis of a situation. Typically at the firm, we want to see that your assets get you at least to age 90. And if it doesn't, then we really need to have some difficult conversations about either postponing retirement, reducing income, or maybe having a different outlook on retirement in general. Okay. Well, there you go. So that is the podcast this week. Hopefully you enjoyed that conversation a little bit about retiring early. It's definitely on a lot of people's minds. Uh, COVID changed, obviously, a lot of things about our thought process about going back to work or working from an office or a busy area or just fed up and tired, whatever it might be. But before you pull that trigger, as Jude said, before you take that job and shove it, make sure that you run the math. Sit down with a qualified professional like Jude and his team at Centrust Financial Strategies. You can find them online at CentrustFS.com. That's centrustfs.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all that good stuff. You can find it all at, on the individual website, or the, like Spotify, for example. You could just type in Plan Wise Retire Free and subscribe that way, or Apple Podcasts, or you can just go to our podcasting page, planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Jude, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I appreciate you. Hope you have a great Memorial Day. It's just around the corner, and I'll see you soon. See you soon, my friend. Don't eat too much on Memorial Day. I'm going to have some hot dogs and some hamburgers and all that good (laughs) stuff. I'll see you next time right here on Plan Wise Retire Free. 
preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson, who is solely responsible for its content.